Hello and welcome to another episode of Dirk's Ramblings. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of not in the mood right now. But the only reason why I'm saying this is because ugh, went through it with my landlord. She started to really annoy me, saying some things that I did not like. So that made me upset. Then my mom wanted to talk about it, and I was I'm not in the headspace to talk about it because then that annoys me even more. And then. I was in line at the customer service area at some grocery store trying to cash out my lotto winnings. And then some bitch fucking skipped me in front of the damn line. Oh, gosh. Anyone know what pissed me off so bad? Because the customer service section is both lotto and um, Western Union. So first, I was there, but the person in front of me was doing lotto. Then a lady came to do Western Union. So she handled the lotto person and then went to do the Western Union person. Before the Western Union person even showed up, the guy literally came and stood right in front of me. Like, I'm not standing here in this aisle for no damn reason. So I'm like, I'm like, hey, you went ahead and you cut me. And then he backs up. Then the lady's handling the Western Union person. More people are coming in. While this is going on, the lady and the register, the lady at the register already acknowledged me and was like, you're going to have to wait. Okay, no problem. Lady finishes with her Western Union transaction. Here go the men that skipped me. I don't know what he said. He doesn't speak English. I believe it was Spanish. I was at a Spanish supermarket anyway. And then he told me something basically like to go ahead and go. Unless you are a... Unless you are a cross guard or a traffic light, don't tell me to fucking go. So, I'm just... I'm annoyed right now, honestly. But, hey. Trying to let things get to me. I'm trying to have a good Saturday. Tonight, I got invited to go to a documentary um, called Kokomo City, which is about... um, trans women in this in the lives of sex work and their experiences and it's made by my friend's sister who's also trans and honestly shout out to d smith um to see the things that she's doing so far i mean it's great it's amazing and i'm so honored to actually be invited to watch this it's been in the works for like some years now and i've always been interested in seeing like where is it coming out so it's coming out in select theaters and things like that so honestly cannot wait for that Thank you for listening again. Sorry for that um, negative rambling. I mean, usually we eh, do positive. Sometimes it's negative. It's up in the air. But um, And I just also want to clarify that for the other parts of this podcast, they were recorded at an earlier date. I believe like on the 25th of July. I had another episode um, recorded, but I think maybe posting it is a little too late given the topics to discuss. So I feel like it may be too late to talk about them, but... The other two parts of this podcast that are coming up were previously recorded. I'm also aware that my microphone um, makes a lot of noises, so I'm trying my best to hold it. Or if not, probably get me a, play- a paper clip or whatever. But listen, we're, this is all in the works, so it'll get better throughout time. Yes, be mindful of that. But right now, it is the 5th of August. We're going to discuss pop discussions. Ooh. And I have to pull up my notes because that's the only way for me to know what's going on around here. I had this in my previous episode, but I just want to say um, I know there were things going on in celebrity worlds regarding health. So glad to hear that Bronny James is doing okay. Um, if you didn't know, he suffered through a cardiac arrest um, while he was at the at USC. He's doing better now. He's out of the ICU. He's resting up. Tori Kelly, she had some blood clots um, that were found. And luckily, none of them came to her heart, I believe, because if they're near your heart, that's where it gets really bad, or your lungs. It's one of the two, but she's doing better now. She's at home, so glad to hear that she's doing well. Jasmine Sullivan, um, some weeks ago, announced that her mom passed away through a long battle of cancer. So I hope that she's doing well. And Jamie Foxx is out of the hospital, and he's doing well as well. 
Um, I just saw that there was like a post on Instagram that he wrote about um, something in regards to he said it was about a friend, but then people took it as it being anti-Semitic comments. It was a post he posted saying they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. Not too sure how it got twisted into anti-Semitism. He he said that this was not about that, and it's kind of clear that it isn't, in my opinion. But hey, hopefully he rests up. So let's just go ahead and get to talking. One thing I do want to discuss um, earlier this week, we've had some celebrities that passed. Pee Wee Herman passed away. I, he could rest, I guess. Um, and then we had Angus Cloud, who was the uh, the star of Euphoria, who sadly passed away at 25. I don't want to assume that it was, you know self-inflicted but given the fact that he lost his dad like a week prior to his death and that his family stated that he was struggling immensely with that mentally i'm not going to say it's safe to assume but i just hope that's not the case it's always sad to hear when someone seems to pass away after they lost a loved one um even dying of like heartbreak is a real thing to where like you know it just weighs on you so much that you also pass but hopefully i mean not saying hopefully but I would wish that the heartbreak was the case more than any other way. So wish best on him and his family. And for those who are so worried about Euphoria coming back, you know, how about you go touch some grass? Because this is not the time to be worrying about, oh, my favorite show. What are they going to do now? This is not the time to think about that. These actors are grieving. His family is grieving. His friends are grieving. This is definitely not the time for you to worry about your damn little last show. I mean, if you want to see um young people get coked up, I'm pretty sure there's another show in the UK that you could probably watch. And, you know, if you haven't seen it, maybe you can watch Skins. It'll probably give you the same damn effect. But let's get into this. Um, These notes that I have. So we have, if you didn't know, Cardi B um went ahead and apparently threw two microphones in the same day. She was performing at an event in Las Vegas at night, and she threw a microphone at the DJ. It was alleged that the DJ kept cutting off her set or her music as she kept performing. She got annoyed and threw a microphone at him. Then, in the same breath, she was performing at like a what seemed like a day party or like a day event. And I'm not gonna lie, she looked really nice. She had like this nice orange outfit on. She looked great. And so it was first shown that there was a video of a girl who like launched a couple like a water a cup of water at her and then Cardi B threw the mic near the girl so then you know that prompted to memes uh, everybody being like you know if Cardi B rap career doesn't work she can do uh, major league baseball and things like that there's a bunch of memes I think I saw one of um I think it's Katana from Mortal Kombat throwing her blade fan in the crowd oh my goodness so I at first was for it in the sense of because lately there's been a lot of people throwing things at celebrities and concerts and it's getting ridiculous. There's already been multiple injuries in regards to um, BB Rexa having a phone launched at her and needed to get stitches. Um, Kelsey Bla- uh, Ballerini, who is a country star, had like something, I think, I don't know if it was glasses. It was something that was thrown directly into her eyes. And then we had that scenario. Harry Styles had something thrown at his eyes as well. Um, Lil Nas X had like a pocket pussy thrown at him. I'm not too sure if that's real or not in regards to he's always memeing and, you know, trolling. So I don't know if he was trying to hop on this bandwagon. Drake had multiple things thrown at him. There was a video of him having a phone launched in his, uh, to his arm 
and he looked at it like, what the fuck was that? The multiple bras, and, you know, people are just throwing random shit at Drake at this point. So, um, who else had things thrown at them? Honestly, it's like, it's been an entire list since the first throwing, which honestly was, it seemed like BB Rexa. So I thought in that vein, as to why Cardi B threw the, um, threw the microphone, because I'm like, yeah, show these people who's boss. How the hell y'all gonna spend all this money and y'all think it's so cool to just throw shit at people? Like, what the hell? And these are people. Just because they're celebrities and you think probably less of them because they're higher than you, quote unquote, that doesn't mean you could just go ahead and treat them like that. Then it was later developed that earlier in the video or maybe after, I guess that part is not really confirmed, that Cardi B was in, like, you know, during between songs or whatever, was telling the crowd, you know, it's hot in here, you know, splash some water on me, splash, splash. So, you know, she's telling the crowd to splash water on her, people throwing it, things like that. So now everybody's like, uh, Cardi B, you asked for it. But in my head, I'm like, I get that part. I honestly do. But we don't know when the girl who launched the water at her, like, if she launched it, maybe, like, what? 10 minutes after Cardi B asked y'all to throw water at her and, you know, the vibes were gone and Cardi B was like, yo, what the fuck? It was revealed afterwards that Cardi B did say, oh, if you're going to splash water on me, splash water on my coochie, not my face or something like that. So I don't know. It's conflicting. I don't expect I I don't think it would make any sense for us for people to still throw water at Cardi B. Let's say like the entire show, especially if she stopped asking to have water splashed on her. Should she have incite that? Probably not, because now look where it led up. She had a potential battery charge, but then that charge got dropped or dismissed. One of the two. So, I mean, she's not going to have to deal with no repercussions of her throwing that microphone. But microphone is pretty blunt. And Cardi B got a pretty good arm. And she's from New York. So, one plus one plus one is definitely equal to uh, three. I was about to say two. Damn, I'm stupid. Um, So, yes, let's get past that. We have Lizzo. Oof. The Lizzo scenario is unfolding if you didn't know um lizzo is being accused of body shaming her dancers um sexual harassment and things of that sort as well as her da- uh, her dance captain um forcing religion on them and you know shaming them for sex before marriage and assuming that some of the dancers are drinking before shows and that they wouldn't be able to perform it's still a pending case lizzo made a statement talking about you know there's basically these people are showing a defamation of character and, you know, coming for her in regards to her expression to sexuality and things like that. Um, so this is a crazy case. I'm not going to make any assumptions until or any clear form of thought until, you know, things go to court and things like that. Because then more things will be revealed because evidence will then be presented. I know there's a video currently circulating of the two women talking on TMZ and the Internet is like, hmm it's not really making no sense because the girls were discussing about like you know if they didn't do this that or the third um then they wouldn't be able to get like booked for gigs go on vacations and things like that but the one question that was asked to the girls was like was it lizzo that implemented these things and the girls were saying it was more so like a um like a what what do you call that term when it's like a like a like a silent rule in regards to like you know Everybody else knows what's up because of the energy around them. So, like, they kind of said that Lizzo wasn't directly doing this to them, but it was indirect. There were, like, the vibes in the room were telling of, like, what we should do and what not to do. And that doesn't seem to help their case at this moment. So, we shall see how that unfolds. 
the one thing that really stuck out to me in reading these scenarios because honestly the thing about body shaming and stuff if that is true something also tells me that that's industry because at the end of the day even though Lizzo is somebody who promotes body positivity and like you know equality and things like that for everyone and you know shows off that she has like you know good energy and want everybody to have a good space around them at the end of the day she's still part of the industry and the industry is still going to find their ways to manipulate maneuver and change what they want to see what they don't want to see it's so i feel like it's in that vein but as for the sexual harassment claims especially hearing that the dancers some of them were forced to touch and like touch people inappropriately at like this um nude show cabaret in amsterdam and one of the dancers allegedly being forced to eat um a banana out of a performer's cooch and then lizzo egging on somebody to touch one of the dancers inappropriately like she didn't want to do it and lizzo was like no do it go 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 and then she felt peer pressure to do it that is all crazy to me but i guess we shall see how this goes um i don't see nothing wrong with lizzo being the type to like you know live sex show cabaret things like that you know everybody has their kinks you know it's fun for some i went to a kink party before um it wasn't as wild as how lizzo is talking about that's for sure but i mean i've been to those spaces before and i don't see nothing wrong with it i don't think we should shame anybody for it that's what they want to do However, if it is true that Lizzo went ahead to do these things in regards to forcing people to do things they don't want to do, especially, why the hell would somebody want to eat bananas out of, what? What part of the banana is even inside you? Is it the banana part or like the peel? What is, oh gosh, like that's a whole new definition to banana cream pie, if you ask me, but that is wild to me, so we shall see how that unfolds, um... I don't know. It's just very wild to hear. So uh, we shall see how that gets cleared up. I also have on my list discussion of the Billboard charts. As of right now, there are three country stars who are dominating the charts. Um, One being Jason Aldean. I think number two is Luke Combs. And number three is Morgan Wallen. Or maybe number two is Morgan Wallen. And uh, I don't really care. For all I know, I heard all three of them are racist. So... The Jason Aldean song has some implications to me, what it sounds like, of racism. I don't think 100% in the lyrics, but the part in the video where he's singing in front of a, um, forgot, it's a building where in that same building some, like, many years ago, they were going to lynch Third Good Marshall, the first black Supreme Court a member way back then. And I'm like, why are you performing in front of that now with the American flag posted up? So that song was challenge to be to debut at number one but it got it debuted at number two because there was a song from a bts member um jungkook i believe that's who i believe that's his name with lotto so they had that song going for them but then the song dropped to number nine and then the jason aldean song boost to number one and i'm not too sure about luke holmes i can't really say much about him um i've heard that he's racist so yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised because at this point especially the way how country music is being dominated by nothing but well i'm not gonna say nothing but because there has been a bunch of white people who are in country music that are very respectful of minority groups but for the most part it just seems like you know especially being a genre that was created by black people this is where we're at now so and then god forbid when you have the black artists that want to do country music they are com- they're mostly like secluded out of these spaces 
um, which is crazy. So, because I believe we have like Darius Rucker and Mickey Guy. Um, those are the only two um, black country artists that I know off the top of my head. So, as you can see, look how far that's coming. And then Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wallen, he called somebody the N word. Um, he was, I guess, upset at somebody and then walked away into his house and said it. And then that then made its waves. But when that made its waves and I guess he thought his career was going to be over, the racists were like, oh, no, we got your back, fam. So at one point, his first two albums charted, like, I think almost an entire year um, when that scenario had happened, staying like top 10 on the iTunes charts for like months. Um, listen, <sighs> and, you know, <sighs> I can't really see the good in this. I guess it's good for country music in regards to it being in these mainstream charts, but this is ridiculous, honestly. So I heard Drake is dropping something. Drake, please drop that album in like one to two weeks. Y'all get the streaming, please, and get these races off the charts. I, I can't. I know people like to, oh, but no, ain't no oh, but nothing. Because when the day comes, when the day comes, and I hope not, but when that day comes, when you know you want to over here and root for your white friend or this white person that you know is racist but you just want to let that shit slide off your damn back when it comes to that day you know they ain't gonna save you so stop trying to save them <sighs> the clownery i think there was one collaboration between Lil dirk and morgan wallen and <sighs> i rolled my eyes so far you would have thought it was that little rolling piece on a fucking computer mouse i, I just be over it i'm <laughs> i'm so over it i really am and huh, I guess to end this off, I want us to talk about uh, O'Shea Sibley. If you don't know who O'Shea Sibley is, um, it was announced that about a week ago that um, this 27-year-old dancer who specializes in Vogue dancing was with his friends and they were at a gas station and him and his friends were dancing to Renaissance, the Renaissance album. They were voguing, having a good time. Then this group of kids... And I want to I can only say kids because the person who actually killed him was 17 years old, um, went up to them and just like, you know, told them that like they were annoyed by like seeing them having a good time and just dancing, minding their own business. It was allegedly said that um, one of the kids said that um, they were like disrupting his faith and they didn't like that. They didn't want to see basically any of that gay shit in front of their face. Then they got into an argument, both groups. Later on, the gas station attendant went outside to try to break things up because everything was getting real, you know, argumentative, argumentative, whatever. I can't even form words at this point. <laughs> things were getting heated. And, I mean, that's definitely no pun intended because, I mean, if you know the Renaissance album, there's a song called Heated on there, but that's not the point. Things got crazy, and then the 17-year-old then decided to stab O'Shea Sibley and then they ran away there's a video of this interaction um it's throughout twitter i have not seen the video i do not care to see that especially when there's death involved twitter and honestly social media has really tried to desensitize when it comes to well desensitize us when it comes to these things of seeing real murders and deaths going on i still cannot even get over that time when that little 14 year old boy who was on like that drop at a uh, amusement park wasn't buckled in properly and fell off i ever since then i'm like wow so that video is out there i did not see it i just saw someone else's um like synopsis on that video and sadly he was pronounced dead at the hospital yesterday on august 4th people in new york had a 
vigil as well as like a protest in regards to his death. So they went ahead. It was many, uh, many people in the black queer community that went ahead to stand up for him. And, you know, they enjoyed themselves. They protested his name, screaming his name, marching. They danced. They vogued like, you know, to show like, you know, they're here. And it's just crazy because you would think like a state like New York wouldn't necessarily have these type of issues because from what I've seen of New York, it's so eclectic when it comes to people. And like, I don't know, I just never would thought in a space that's like so open to like different types of people in the world. And like, you know, it's known as like the entertainment capital in a sense and things of that sort. There's so many different creatives that walk through um, the streets of New York, whether, you know, no matter what background they are, no matter what color they are, no matter of what, like. New York to me just seems like socially like it seems like the place to be but to hear that you know someone as young as 17 going ahead to do something as far as a hate crime to a group of black people a a group of black gay people that were honestly minding their business nobody they didn't ask for attention from nobody those kids were literally walking out the gas station and they could have just kept walking however they decided to incite they they decided to antagonize them and then look where this shit ended up. It's been reported that the 17-year-old that stabbed him turned himself in. And I hope nothing but the worst for this kid, honestly. And you know what? His parents, too, because this is some shit that's... I don't know. I don't know if it's some, like, things like this that start from home, where you teach them the mentality of, like, you know, feeling like, one, it's okay to just stand up and, you know, antagonize people, and two, murder people, and three antagonize and murder because more than likely because of who that person is being in so many of these boxes it's it's really disappointing to see it it's just with so much shit going on in this country regards to laws and politics and things like that social discussions it's crazy how when it comes to things like murder especially in the black community and especially in the black queer community that it just doesn't ever doesn't see any light or it gets the light gets dimmed it's ridiculous to me like there's so much crazy shit going on in this world and you know we just tend to redirect our focus into something stupid is to me it's just wild i wonder if i could end this off on a lighter note um i honestly cannot i'm trying to go through i'm not calling it x it's still twitter to me well yesterday was barack obama's birthday i know you gotta take that with which i will but happy birthday nigga and we'll just end it off at that we'll be going on to the next segment um like i said prior the previous segments or the next segments i should say were recorded like a while ago so uh, i'm not gonna say be mindful of that but it's just a heads up so enjoy the rest of the program hey y'all welcome back to the program me and this 2010 Honda Accord, we about to go and act accordingly because we have a podcast going ahead to film like we about to relapse. Well, okay, I, I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. That was ooh, bad. Listen, I do make music. I can write some lyrics, but I also need time. <laughs> so I decided that we're going to go ahead and do a section segments where i hop on reddit i don't use reddit often but i know that there's always threads and you know forums and things like that on reddit so i'm going to go ahead and do an 
Am I Wrong segment where we're going to go ahead and read a, uh, I don't know how these terms work for Reddit. Is it a subreddit? So it's a subreddit, like the main post, and then everything is just ups, downs, and comments, I guess. I don't, or is the subreddit the title of like, so it's the r slash and then the subreddit, right? I, I don't know. I have a friend that uses Reddit, so I'm pretty sure uh, she'll tell me. She loves it. So we're going to go ahead and look into the MI wrong thread. And this is what I found. And I'm not going to lie, a lot of these are really long as shit. So I was like, ooh, because there was this one talking about am I wrong for dumping my friend because he wants to sleep with my daughter something like that and I was like okay maybe we could discuss that but I'm scrolling through and I was like okay this is like this is like what I read at work like this is like five pages long so hey you know hopefully he well he's not wrong you know if your friend wants to sleep with your daughter get the fuck away from us (laughs) so I don't think he's wrong for that but let's read this one here it says am I wrong for refusing to go to my son's wedding since my husband is only invited to the reception. Here's the story. My eldest son is marrying his childhood sweetheart later this year. He has always had a difficult relationship with his stepfather, whom I married when he was 16. Since his fiance is his childhood sweetheart, he's been telling her how he thinks my husband had a negative impact on him and my other children right from the beginning of the relationship and says, She has seen firsthand how it affected him and she understands his decision and won't encourage him to invite my husband. They are inviting a very large number of guests, but my husband has been left out. He's only invited to the reception. I have made it clear that I will not attend the wedding unless my husband is invited. Even second cousins are attending the wedding, but his stepfather has been excluded. My son simply said that's okay. If that's what I've decided, am I wrong to do this? Okay, so we got some, we got this one lady who is upset that her husband is only invited to the reception and not the wedding, but we also have a son who is going through family traumas. Ain't it fun when it's extended family causing your traumas too? It's like, damn you not you not blood you ain't kin but you over here dipping in nah that's crazy (laughs) listen and i've heard of step parent scenarios where honestly for the most part they either step in too much or even when it comes to even when it comes to like your mom or your dad having like a boyfriend or a girlfriend and they feel like they could just step all in like no this it's crazy how partners that are outside of like the family unit even though if you're not to even though if your mom and your dad aren't together but they're still technically considered like the family unit because it's like the lineage that helped created this a whole outside being could literally like come on in and just cause some fuck shit and then it's ridiculous to me depending on what they decide to do whether they mind control or even as far as abuse you and you ain't you ain't nut, you ain't nut, you ain't pump, you ain't carry, you ain't did none of that. And yet you feel like you do these rules like as if you you were the one who was pumping and nutting and carrying for nine, ten months or six months. You know, I got you also gotta acknowledge the preemies too. They exist, they here. What's up, y'all? Um, I don't know why I raised my hand and fist like it's black power. <laughs> and I'm not even on a premature baby. But anywho. <laughs> so Am I wrong for refusing to go to my son's wedding since my husband is only invited? Hmm. 
Well, the girlfriend, his girlfriend, fiance, states that she's witnessed the things that he has gone through. Now, I'm over thinking in my head, work-wise, because what I do, and I'm like, maybe if the girlfriend was to give us an affidavit comment underneath this thread <laughs> of what she has experienced her man going through in regards to his feelings and what has the stepdad done um, to go ahead and, like, you know, have him feel these ways. And you know what? It's, I went on this whole rant about how it could be outside beings going ahead and, like, you know, stepping in and doing all this stuff. But we also don't... I also didn't mention how it'd be the actual parents that tend to switch up in mentality and in ways to either favor their partner or they probably just be like, I didn't realize this this whole time or something. But it's always some type of manipulation tactic to where now maybe his son also felt like his mom was a completely different person. But he was also 16, so there's also the thing of, like, you know, adolescence and, you know, being a teenager and, uh, I don't know, fuck you, mom, I don't want spaghetti, slams the door. You know, that's also a reference if you if you peep that. But, <laughs> I don't know, it's like a teenage angst and how do we get here? I used to know your sorrow. So, who knows? Maybe he just didn't like the stepdad regardless. So, I mean, but he says he went through some things and he doesn't feel like he should be invited. Now, the wedding part. Wedding, I could only assume to most people, is a pretty big deal. You would want those who would wish you positive energy and that has done you well and done you right and that you have a mutual nice relationship or whatever that you would want at your wedding where you're going ahead and, you know, signing on a piece of some court paper that you're getting married and, like, you know, you got to share your stuff with me. And if not, you know, you got to make a paper about that, too. And, you know, hopefully we have kids that live long enough because I think what divorce is like the number one reason for like financial issues or something of the sort. Maybe it's the other way around. Number one reason for divorce, financial issues, something like that. But you would want people at your wedding to wish you well. And I don't blame the son for not wanting, you know, your husband there. He's not his dad. And he already has an issue with him. So just bringing him there would either probably down his mood or maybe he'll probably be upset. And it's not necessarily stated here like, what the mom has realized her husband has done to her son to make him feel like this. There's nothing that's really stated here. Let's look at these comments. Uh, damn. I Okay, I can't really... Oh, wait. I am looking. I, I kind of want to see if somebody has... Like, there are responses here, but I want to know if, like, the son is like, Mom, you're lying! He punched me when you would go to work and did this. I don't know. I just... I don't want it to be drama-filled, but when you grow up watching things like Jerry Springer, may he rest in peace, and Maury Povich, and loving hip-hop, especially loving hip-hop Atlanta, that's the, the best, honestly, the best one out of the whole franchise. You just can't help but see if there's drama on the internet, especially the way how Twitter be. But this is Reddit, so I don't know. I'm totally new to this. Circling back to this, am I wrong? <sighs> Heike, I think she is wrong. You should go to your son's wedding. Sadly, your son and your husband got issues with each other. And yes, been there since 16. She didn't necessarily say how old her son is now. I could only assume maybe late 20s, early 30s. Who knows? At this point, since, you know, the world might just explode in two days. 
17. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. My bad. Uh, this, uh, that whole child marriage crap, y'all disgusting. And the fact that some states are trying to make that legal, y'all need to burn. So, you know, okay, whatever how many years he may be, but he's not related to him and he has issues with him and he's apparently has gone through mental issues, like mental, like scenarios in regards to how he's been feeling about your husband. So, I think it's honestly best that you go to the wedding without him and you're going you're going to be fine. I do not think you're going to have a hard time or your life is going to become very difficult if your husband doesn't come to the wedding ceremony. Plus, you're going to see him later on that day anyway at the damn reception. So you ain't going to be missing him that much. But I think you should go for your son. You are wrong for refusing to go to your son's wedding since your husband is only invited to the reception. You are wrong. You should go and support your son. You carried your son, you birthed your son. Maybe you C-section your son. But you ain't birthed or carried this grown man you married. He's going to be fine. Okay, let's take a look at a comment here. Someone said by Moonglade Ladybug, she or he or they, then he said, you are 100% wrong. Yes, you are. <laughs> and this is harsh to say, but you sound like another one of the parents you read about on Reddit. See, I don't know about Reddit, so if they got drama like this, maybe I need to invest. Um, you like all the other parents at Reddit that put their partners and themselves above their own children. This is his wedding. Smarten up before you act, smarten up before you cut out of their lives and the possible grandchildren they may have. <laughs> Listen, I completely agree with Moonglade Ladybug. Like, as we discussed earlier, there has been scenarios where partners, you know, tend to get, like, on top of the totem pole all of a sudden when you then have, like, family involved. You got kids, sometimes young, I mean, younger kids, depending on when you decide to bring a new person to the, your family unit. Like, and that's just not you just being, like, single, having no responsibilities, and that you're just dating around, and you just have somebody, like, chilling in your house type stuff. This is a family unit you're introducing this person to. They got to meet your kids. They're going to potentially meet your... They will potentially meet your new partner. Then having to go through the woes of, like, you know, how they lost... If they lost said parent, like, in a way that was very traumatic, or even... Or even if just breaking up, having a divorce, having to then have two separate families, go to two separate houses where you go to your dad's house on the weekends and your mom's house on the weekdays. And then depending on if it's like winter break, you spend two weeks at your dad's house. So they got a lot going on. And it's, it's, <laughs> I'm over here saying if this man got all this trauma going on here because, hey, 16, at this point, you kind of get thrown around until you become an adult, quote unquote, and you make your own decisions. So you just don't have to deal with whatever shit you had to go through, sadly, and it affected him. Yeah, fam, how dare you put him above your kid? No. Go to that man's wedding. Have you some nice uh, wedding cake. You know, take a nice photo with your kid and, you know, do celebrate good times. Come on, on the dance floor. I don't think they're, I, I don't think this person is black. I don't. I don't know. I am. I immediately pictured like a white mom talking about this. I wouldn't be surprised. So that will be. Hmm. Should I do another one? You know, if I could find another one. 
Okay, this one was very interesting. However, it's extremely long. But is it, am I wrong for not letting my sister breastfeed my baby? Um, I don't know what the context here in all this. This is a lot. Uh, I can, I'm thinking of so many scenarios. Like, maybe the mom is not allowed. Or, not allowed, but, like, can't breastfeed. And her sister is like, I got some, you know, something in the tank I can give you, kid. And she's like, no. I, I don't know. Um... Okay, so we will end that off there on the Am I Wrong section, um, segment, portion. I don't know at this point. There's so many synonyms. Um, so I will go ahead and we'll do another one soon, of course, because, you know, these are pretty crazy discussions to have. So we'll go ahead and do another one. And we will go ahead and end off said podcast. Hello and welcome to the final portion of Dirk's Ramblings. (laughs) I'm so sorry for these random sounds. I feel like I have to somehow fill in the space. So, yes, I know we hear 2010 Honda Accord Big Purr. Her ring. Please stop. (laughs) So, let's go ahead and finish this off here. So, I guess now I will do something, what I call, like, something to end off with. Not too sure. It's always random. So, this is, like, a little note or whatever. Nothing crazy. But I wanted to go ahead and end off this podcast talking about peace. Yes, I know. Such a very controversial... We know what was controversial? Me trying to pronounce controversial. (laughs) Very controversial word. Yes, I get it. Because, you know, some of us don't want peace. Y'all don't want peace for other people. Y'all don't even want peace for yourself sometimes. I get it. There's nothing wrong with being a little self-destructive. Let's admit it. But it's always nice to be self-destructive when it's a phase. Not when it's permanent. Because then sometimes you can't fix that. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm outside. I just saw a fucking roach fly from off my neighbor's what looks like storage room onto the ground. <sighs> Yo, outside be wildin'. So, yes, peace. But no, oh wait, not peace, self-destruction. <laughs> Anywho, peace. <sighs> we like peace. Some of us like peace and quiet. Some of us wish for world peace. Some of us just wants to peace out. <laughs> so. Hey, so one thing I could say is the best part of you trying to get some form of peace, especially if you're trying to get peace so outwardly, it's going to have to be within yourself. I'm trying to learn how to bring more peace into myself. Honestly, what kind of helps the first step? Some breathing. As long as you breathe, because something about breathing in and breathing out. Breathing. Oh, breathing. No. <laughs> breathing. Breathing and breathing and breathing and breathing. Oh, no, I got to keep keep on breathing. Just keep breathing and breathing and breathing and breathing. No, I got to keep, I keep on breathing. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. That was uh, Breathing by Ariana Grande. Anywho, something about breathing is just, once you breathe in and you breathe out, you feel grounded. You start to feel grounded. And not necessarily in your feet. To me, you just feel more rooted into your body. And then once you start to breathe in some more, you then start to feel, to me, 
grounded and then rooted in your feet that you're here. Mentally, ooh, it's a war zone up in here sometimes. So you just have to clear yourself out. I tend to disassociate. I know how uh, that sounds crazy, but sometimes disassociating when there's so much going on that you're trying to process, that you're thinking about, when you disassociate, it doesn't create a clean slate, but it creates like a pause moment in my head. Then I just, it's like, it's like watching TV and then the satellite is not hitting the TV well. So then it just tunes the shit out and it's like not necessarily static. Actually, yeah, it is kind of like static. You just disappear. Sometimes it's fun to disassociate. Sometimes I've disassociated a little too much because I sometimes in traffic, especially dealing with having to go home and that's trying to be like an hour and 30 minutes, I'd be disassociated behind the wheel. Sometimes I even forget that I'm driving. <laughs> I, when I say disassociation will bring you peace, uh, yes and no. But anywho, try to find peace first within yourself. It's going to be so hard trying to expect peace or everybody else to be as peaceful because some people's peace is destruction. Some people's peace is giving people hell. Some people's peace is just being a piece of shit. So you can't expect that from everybody. You can be around, surround yourself with people that would like to generate peace, that generate peace. And, you know, share your peaceful energy with each other. Bounce it off. Racket, racket, tear it. What? No. I don't know. Tennis, paddle it off or racket it off, whatever. So it's hard trying to have peace. Whether if it's you just wanting like an hour of quiet or whether if it's you wanting to know that you know there's a good politician in the world <laughs> whether it's small or as big whatever is your home your uh, huge piece of pie your small piece of cake whatever it is to you everybody's different whatever makes you feel peaceful tranquil i love that word because something about it is not only a very peaceful word but it also gives me like water vibes tranquil quill Ain't a quill the feathery ass pen you write with back in like the 1600s? Yes. <laughs> but it just has a very, the connotation is just such a soft word. And just really give yourself that peace. Do what you gotta do that brings you peace. You can't expect it from anybody else. You have to be the one to give it to you first. So I wish y'all nothing but a peaceful day, night, brunch, supper. Evening, midnight. I forgot to acknowledge y'all, midnight people. Graveyard shift niggas. Where all at? <laughs> uh, whatever time you decide to listen to this podcast, I wish you nothing but peace. And on that note, we're going to finish this episode of Dirk's Ramblings. I won't give y'all an outro because I want y'all to have peace. And you know, my car is singing, so if anything is giving you the outro music for you, if you can hear it. <laughs> And on that note, I'm going to peace out. Listen to this voice next time. Adios.